I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Matt Oram. So yesterday you heard Sophie starting 2 Peter chapter 2 and this whole chapter in 2 Peter has a title which is False Teachers and Their Destruction. Yesterday you got the warning about false teachers and so today that leaves you with the start of the destruction bit. A nice jolly thought as we head into the weekend. So let's read the passage starting at verse 4. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned but sent them to hell putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others. If he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. And if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, For that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. So the first time I read this passage, I was a little taken aback. It's quite confronting. It recalls so much death and sinfulness, the flooding of the ancient world, the burning of cities to ashes. The title of this chapter really holds true, doesn't it? We're talking about destruction, godly destruction, And it's terrifying. And this terrifying godly destruction is brought about because of the same thing every time, which is stated quite succinctly in verse 7, where it states, the depraved conduct of the lawless. Basically, the sinful behaviour of man, the sinful behaviour of us, you and me, even angels. It's pretty morbid stuff, isn't it? But I think it's quite healthy from time to time to make sure you take the rough with the smooth, to have a good balance between hearing that God is a loving God and loves you, but also knowing that God is all-powerful and has brought punishment on a sinful world. It's healthy to have a foundational fear of the Lord. After all, in Proverbs 9 it states, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now the fear we are talking about here isn't a fear we're expected to cower behind the nearest boulder. And there's no doubt that when the Lord comes again, some people will, and they should. But to better understand the type of fear we as Christians should have, we can interchange that word, the word fear, with the word respect. So respect for the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Having respect for his love, but also having respect for his power. And I've been thinking about this balance between knowing God's goodness and God's power a lot recently. Some of you may know that three weeks ago tomorrow, I became a father for the first time to a wonderful baby girl called Amelia. Amelia was born at 27 and a half weeks, so very early. 
And I'm so thankful to God to be able to say she's doing very well. And my wife Rachel and I haven't had to worry about anything other than the few expected fragilities that come with a premature baby. She is very much alive and very much kicking. But as I said, I'm now a first time dad. And at some point, very soon after we bring her home, I'm gonna have to tell her all about the world she lives in. And I want her to never doubt how much I love her, but I'm going to have to give her boundaries and make sure she understands the consequences of overstepping them. And that's exactly what Peter is doing in this passage today. He doesn't just want to give us a warning and ride off into the sunset. He wants to make sure we fully understand the consequences so we can make an informed choice. This isn't a go to your room type harsh rebuke. Yes, it's stern and perhaps he does go on a bit, but it's a loving warning. It's a godly parental loving warning. Peter is saying, no, he is pleading. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. No matter the temptation, no matter the promises these false teachers are making, keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. If we have a look at the verse following the one I previously shared in Proverbs 9, it states, For through wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, if having a healthy respect for the Lord is wisdom, and wisdom brings life, it's truly no contest. I want Amelia to live her best life, and so I will give her as good an understanding of the world as I can. And so it is with Peter here, and God, and you. Follow him, and you will live. Today we prayed in response to the passage that we firstly may keep our eyes on the Lord, secondly we may grow in respect for God every day and grow in wisdom, and that thirdly we may not be led into temptation. We also prayed for the current crisis on the borders of the Ukraine, and we just prayed for peace and a de-escalation of arms. Thanks for joining us on HTC Daily. <laughs>